Shalom to all. Today's daf is Kalam Daf Lamed Hey, and we are starting in the middle of the Amud with the brand new parak and in the villain source of Daf. It's on Yurchas Amud Beis. And today's daf is sponsored Lila Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, Yaakov Moshe, Her Neshama should have an Aliyah. Now we're going to be focusing on a Kerem on a vineyard. The Mishnah says Karachsa Kerem when we have an empty space in the middle of a Kerem in the middle of a vineyard, and we want to plant something else, a different min in the middle. How much space do we have to have? Beishama Eim Beishama says Esen Varba Amos. We need a full twenty-four Amos. Ubesilo Eim Besilo says Sheishes Ramo only sixteen Amos. What about Machal HaKerem? If we're dealing with Machal HaKerem, which we're going to explain in a moment, means that we have a vineyard and then an empty space and then the fence surrounding the vineyard and he wants to plant in the empty space, how much do we need? Beishamah says, Sheishas Reyama, only 16 Amas. Ubeishamah says, Shtemis Reyama, 12 Amas. We're going to continue with the Mishnah and then we're going to go back and explain both Shittas Beishamah and Beishillel. So the Mishnah continues, Veizuhi Karachs HaKerem. What is Karachs HaKerem? Kerem Shachar of Memtoi. The middle of the area of the Kerem is destroyed. It's ruined. There are no vines here or they were uprooted. So if there isn't 16 Amos over there, that's Shita Space Hillel. He's not allowed to plant anything in that empty space. However, if there is 16 Amos there, he gives it its Avoidah, which means he has to distance himself four Amos from the Kerem, and he can plant whatever's in the middle. The Mishnah says, That's in between the vineyard and a fence surrounding it. If there isn't 12 Amos there, he's not allowed to plant anything there. However, if there is 12 Amas, he gives it its Avoidah, that's for Amas, and he plants whatever is there. Now, before we continue with an argument on this shot of Machala Kerem, let's explain this. We learned that we have to distance a different min four Amas away from a Kerem and six Tvachim from an individual vine. However, over here, we clearly require more space. And that's because this different min is surrounded on both sides or on all sides, as we're going to see in the Gemara, by a Kerem. Now, both Bishai and Basil agree that the different min planted needs to be Chashav enough to be considered its own field. If not, it's just going to be bottled to the Kerem. The only thing they disagree on is the number. Beishamai holds eight Amos is considered Chashav, whereas Beishil holds four is. So now we're explaining Shittas Beishamai both in Karachsa Kerem and Mechala Kerem. Beishamai says with Karachsa Kerem, if he has 24 Amos of empty space, we take out four Amos on the left and four Amos on the right for the necessary distance and the remaining 16 is planted. Why 16? Again, this is because we just said we have to have a Chashav field. This Newman has to be something unique on its own. Because if we were to view this whole area, empty space and the vine, as two separate vineyards, thereby splitting this different min in the middle, half connected to the Kerem on the left, and the other half to the right. So if we have 16 Amas over here, that means that we would still have two fields of eight Amas each, which aren't bottled to the Kerem. However, if the empty space, after distancing this four Amas, was less than 16 Amas, then we would not be able to split it into two unique fields of eight Amas each, and they would be bottled to the Kerem. And the same thing as with Mechala Kerem, we only need 16 for the same reason. We need to distance four Amas from the Kerem, eight Amas of a different min is planted, because again, that other min has to be considered a Chashev field, and we have to distance another four from the wall, and that's because planting too close to the wall will damage it. So that's why by Mechal Karim we need a total of 16. Now Beis Hill is the exact same Chashbin, just as we said, a field that's Chashev, according to Beis Hill, is only four Amas. So Karachsa Karim needs 16 Amas of space, four on each side as a distance away from the Karim, and the remaining eight are planted, and again, that would be, even if we would split into two, that's still two fields of four Amas each, Chashev in their own right, and not bottled to the Karim near it, and Mechal Karim is the same, we'd only need 12 Amas of empty space, four Amas a distance from the Kerem, four Amas of a different Min, and another four Amas off the wall, so as not to ruin the wall. And now going back to the Mishnah with a different understanding of what Mechal Kerem is. Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Huda says, Ein Zal Kerem. The way that we just described Mechal Kerem, that's called Gedra Kerem, and we're actually not Machmer in that case. We only need a distance four Amas away from the Kerem, and the rest of the space could be planted, even if we only have four and a bit Amas next to the wall, that little bit couldn't be planted. So Ve'ezahu Mechal Kerem, what is Mechal Kerem according to Rabbi Huda? 
Bain Shnei Kromim, that's in between two vineyards. And the Gemara's going to explain what exactly Rabbi Huda is saying. Now we go back to talking about our Pshad of Mechal HaKerem, Vezehu Gader, what is this fence that we're talking about that would create this halachic status of Mechal HaKerem? That's only Shukavaya Asar Tfachim. It has to be at least 10 Tfachim tall. If it's less than that, it's not considered Mechal HaKerem. Also, we have another scenario, Vacharitz. Let's say there's a ditch around the field. Instead of a fence, it's a ditch. Shehu Amak Asar of Rachav Arba, only if it's 10 Tvachim deep and 4 Tvachim wide, would it be considered a hefsik or would it be considered like a fence in the ground, if you will? But if not, so then it doesn't have this din. And now the Gemara says, Krach Sakarim Vachulu. And now we just comment on a similar term that we find at the beginning of the fifth parak. The Gemara says, Armab Yechon Armab Yechon tells us, Karach Sakarim Hu Karim Shacharav. The term that we use, Karach Sakarim, is the same thing that that Mishnah uses over there, and that term is Karim Shacharav. What's the difference? meaning why are we using two different terms if it's the same thing? That's just because is referring to a kerem that the middle of it became kereach or empty or bald if you will. Whereas kerem shacharav, that first mission in the fifth parak uses this terminology of kerem shacharav, a kerem that was destroyed and that's referring to this scenario where where there's an empty area around all the sides and that's why we use the term charav and not karachas. Now we just have a qualification of our mishnah. Amr Abiyas says This empty space, this karach kerem has to be coming from, meaning it has to be near a large karim. And we're going to explain this in a moment. But if it's coming from a small karim, that's not karachsa karim. Now, what's this referring to? So as we've said multiple times before, the minimum amount of vines that could be considered a karim is five vines. And not that they're planted in a row. They have to be planted, shtaim connected shtaim, two opposite two, meaning they're basically shaped like a box, and one sticking out like a tail. And only then it's considered a karim. So what is telling us is that our karachs karim din is only applicable if the remaining vines are considered a karim. We have to have shtaim kineged shtaim However, if the remaining vines are not considered a karim, so we don't have this din of karachs karim. So for example, let's say he had three rows of five vines. So that's definitely considered a vineyard. And what happened? The middle row got uprooted. Well, now he doesn't have a karim anymore because he might have five vines on the row and five vines on the left. But since they're not arranged as shtaim kineged shtaim it doesn't have a din of a karim and he would be allowed to plant in this middle space even though there isn't 16 amas. And the Gemara continues with something similar, utoninon, which is another way of saying tanyanami hachi over here, ezu karach karem. What's the case of karach karem that we have to have at least 16 amas? Karem shacharv memsai, a vineyard that the middle of it got destroyed or got uprooted, however, we still have the amount of a karem remaining in the vines that weren't uprooted. This is whether we have vines all around and there's an empty patch smack in the middle, or if we have the din of a karem only on three of the areas, but not the fourth, the fourth side is open, or if we only have two, meaning one on one side, one on the other side. Now the Gemara is going to describe how we have this. What's the setup of all these three cases? So first we have to have a setup of how our karim looks. Five rows of seven vines each. Take a look at the bottom of the Amr with the picture titled Aleph. You see over here that we have five rows of seven vines. So if one kramen was removed, which means if a section of three vines is removed, so then what are we left with? We have four vineyards surrounding this empty space. And three sections called benayin, middle sections. Let's once again look at this picture titled Aleph. If you see over here in the middle, we have three vines that have a superimposed base, and then another three vines with a superimposed aleph on them, and then another three vines with a gimel on them. So the first case that we're talking about is the three vines titled aleph were removed. And in this case, we have four kramim surrounding this empty area. On the right and the left, it's very clear that we have a full kerem. We definitely have shtaim kineged shtaim v'achaz yotzezanov. 
and even on the top and on the bottom, we have the same thing because the vines labeled bays and the ones on top of them are considered a vineyard because it's two rows of three and the vines labeled gimel and the three under them are also considered a vineyard because we have two rows of three. And that's also shtaim keneget shtaim v'achas yetzezonov. So it means that this empty area, again, the vines labeled aleph were removed, that's being surrounded on all four sides by vineyards. Now, if you take a look at the next picture titled bays, you'll understand what the Gemara means by benayin. Benayin means middle sections. That's because we have three distinct middle sections in between the outer ones on the right and the left. The upper one and the lower one are considered a kerem, and the middle one is that empty space. Going back to the Gemara, we continue explaining, Nasaf Chad Chayron, if another row of three is removed, that would be the row labeled Bays, is Taman Tlasa Krumin. So now, we have three Krumim still remaining, Vitrain Benayin, and two Benayim spots. Let's go to picture Gimel over here, and we see this clearly. The Krumim on the left and right are still considered Krumim, and the one on the bottom is also a kerem because we have two rows of three. It's just that the one on top is not a kerem anymore because that row labeled bays was taken out and we only have a row of three vines left. So that's not considered a kerem. And therefore, we only have two benayim sections. However, we see that we have an empty area surrounded on three sides by keramim. And lastly, the Gemara concludes, Nasav Chad Chayron, if another row of three vines is taken out, that's the row labeled gimel, is taman train keramim. So now we have two keramim remaining. The proper girsa is v'chad benayim and only one middle section. Here we see a picture dollar on the bottom, we have our two remaining outer krumim, the one on the right and the left, and the one benayim section in the middle doesn't have any krumim above it or below it because the rows labeled bays and gimel were taken out. And all these scenarios, once again, if we have 16 amas, we could plant over there. If we can't, then no planting over there. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to explain this. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.